So Don, you've gotten past the like initial intimidation factor. Why am I qualified to do this, to go into someone's house and tell them what to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you starting to feel, now that you've gotten a few under your belt, are you starting to feel kind of like an expert here? Oh yeah, I, I totally feel like we found our groove with going to people's houses and helping them declutter in person. And we've been to four houses now. You'll get to see them um, over the next month or so. And I feel like there are three distinct things that I have learned that are very consistent amongst these houses. And we wanna share them with you today because I think they could help you too, even if Diana and Tom and I can't come to your house. Welcome to the Minimum Mom Podcast. Today, Dawn is joined by her twin sister, Diana, to talk about faith and simple living. So Diana actually got to join us at a house uh, this past week, and this was kind of your first time really getting to help like see live decluttering, helping someone else. I mean, we had never been to Lisa's house before. We had seen a few pictures, but we didn't really know like what it was we were getting into. And so what was your initial impression, Diana? And then we'll jump into these three things. I was just so into and excited about like, how is she doing through this whole process? You know, like, okay, is this gonna be really hard for her? Do we need mm-hmm. to be there as like, it's probably the pastor in me, right? I'm like, do we need to provide <laughs> emotional support or do we just need expertise? Like, so I was kind of the mm-hmm. whole time monitoring like, hey, Lisa, how you doing? You know, that was yeah. kind of the fun part for me. Well, so let's go into these three things because I think Lisa classified one of them really well. So as we've gone to uh, about four people's houses now, I see three things of why they signed up, why they needed someone to come in from the outside to help them. And so the three things are one, accountability or an appointment. Two is permission, permission to let things go. And three is for creative solutions or just an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. And so when we got to Lisa's house, I mean, she told us she's a single mom. She has a 13 year old. She runs her own business. She is busy. And as she showed us the mess in her garage and kind of how her storage areas had just kind of exploded all over the floor, she just basically said, I I don't have time for this. Like, I just don't have time. It hasn't been the priority. And I mean, that makes total sense, right? Like we, we completely understood. Yeah. And I mean, when everybody sees it this weekend, like many of us would love our garage to actually look like that. <laughs> like, yeah, Lisa it wasn't that bad. Had already done the hard work of putting things out into storage as kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, quarantine or time will tell, like to help remove the emotional side of things. And so mm-hmm. she had all these wonderful bins. You know, but like yeah. you said, so she was like <laughs> three quarters of the way there, what, 90% of the way there for some of us, but it was just taking that final time. I think so many of us find us in that, find ourselves in that position of, we just need the time to, to go through yeah. this and to give it the energy and the time that it needs. And so she literally just needed someone to show up at her house and say, it is Thursday at nine o'clock AM and we are going through these totes. And like you said, Diana, at first it didn't look that bad. <laughs> But I just, I realized like she's just a very organized uh, (laughs) stuff collector, right? Like we got to some boxes and she's like, yeah, I moved this here 18 years ago and haven't looked at it since, right? And I'm like, okay, you are normal. Like, yes, Yes. like it it totally is all the same stuff we have. It just, from the outside, it looked a little neater. But once we got going, I mean, I really felt like, I mean, you talked about like monitoring emotions and everything. I felt like she was in the zone yep. and she was just like, yep, if we're not using it, if, if it is not adding value to our life, 
it's gone. And she talked about how every time she pulls into her garage, she sees the mess on the floor and around there and wants it to be gone, that it causes her stress. She knows she should be taking the time to go through it. Why hasn't she done it yet? When is she going to do it? And so I love that now she can pull into her garage and not have that stress anymore. Well, and, you know, speaking on this first point of accountability, what's so great is, you know, you always ask someone to have um, a helper there, like a runner Mm -hmm. who can just kind of help the process. And Lisa's sister came, Julie, who was Mm -hmm. a riot. We had so much fun. (laughs) But it was neat to see that even if we hadn't been there, Lisa did have a support system, you know, where they could have made Mm -hmm. an appointment for a Saturday morning. Um, and they could have powered through this. And so I think that's the yes. encouragement for the rest of us is like, mm-hmm. hey, who's that friend? Who's that? You know, it was fun that it was her sister because, you know, they could kind of bounce things off of each other. You know, her sister knew the value of some of these items to Lisa, you know, and so yeah. then it was a cool way that she could support her um, through the process. And even, I mean, as they came across some stuff, I think when we were in the garage, I think Lisa wasn't expecting to find anything too sentimental or too emotional, but then they came across something that had been um, from their dad who passed away five years ago, and it was like, okay, like, I'm so glad your sister is here right now because she understands what you're feeling right now. We don't, you know? I mean, we can only imagine. And so, like you said, it was really nice to have that support and those shared experiences and for them to get to do it together. And they did talk about, because we didn't get through quite everything. And so I was like, okay, Julie, this is your job now. (laughs) Like you're going to check back in on Lisa and make sure these last few totes that they get gone through and everything. And maybe in that way, Dawn, too, you know, Julie helped with the second point of permission. Yeah, that's a good point. And so the second thing we found as we've been going to people's homes is that they just need permission to let stuff go. And I especially saw this at Jackie's house. And we get to show uh, Jackie's house coming up this Friday. Uh, We did a mega purge on toys. And even if you don't have little kids in the house anymore, maybe toys aren't an issue, I still hope that you can watch this video because it applies to so many other areas of our life and the stuff that we collect. But it was like every toy that that Jackie held up, she'd look at me and I'd be like, yeah, I think you can let it go. And then she'd look at her husband, Jesse, and, and he'd be like, yep, you can <laughs> let it go. And then she like looks at it again. And I could just like, I could feel the inner torment. I know, like some of this stuff, it's just not easy. And especially, I don't know, things like toys, it's like, but I thought he would like it. I thought he would love it. I thought when I was a kid, I would have liked something like that. Why am I like donating this now? Or it is valuable. Like those things cost money and they represent birthdays Mm -hmm. and like people that you know spent money on Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, it's really challenging. And so just to have someone from the outside to be like, okay, does he play with it regularly? I, I, you know, I would ask like, if, if he got home and it wasn't here, would he ask for it by name? Would he miss it? And it was like, no, like he, you know, he wouldn't at all. And so just to be able to ask questions like that. And, you know, when was the last time that he played with it? Has he kind of outgrown that? It looks like more of a baby toy. And then she could tell me like, oh yeah, but he loved it, you know, when he was (laughs) two. Okay. Well, should we put it into his memory bin? Well, he didn't love it that much. (laughs) Right. And so just to have someone there to bounce it off. And I've said this before, but 
often just like as we're articulating the words, like if we hear ourselves say like, well, he doesn't really play with it anymore. You know, it's like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, yeah, there's your answer. You can finish the sentence. That's fine. Like, tell me the rest <laughs> of it too. But like <laughs> when we speak it out loud, oh, I was keeping that for someday. Oh, I hoped I would. Oh, it was on clearance, you know, or oh, I grabbed it in an impulse. All those like keywords, as soon as they leave our mouth, it's, it's just like this light bulb moment of like, yep, you're right. Yeah. And we just need that support sometimes, especially as moms, we just get emotional. And, and I think that kind of leads into the third point of, of just needing that fresh perspective. Yeah. And so we got to go into Dana's kitchen and she, her house was built in the late sixties. So if you have a house that was built then, it's a, a rambler, like a very traditional home, and it had a galley style kitchen. And they're just the worst, right? Like no matter how you organize it or whatever, it's just still hard. And so basically all I did, she had made a couple passes through it already, but she had said it still just doesn't function as good as I would like to. And so I felt like I was just coming in and saying like, okay, well, what if we didn't keep these things here? What if we moved these over there? What if we switched this stuff around? And and she kept saying, she's like, I never thought about that. She's like, that makes perfect sense. I never yeah. thought of that. I never thought of that, right? And it's like, well, right. Because they had lived in their home for 30 years. Like they have lived there for 30 yeah. years. And so you kind of just get set in your mind where things go and how it should be. And you don't think of it. So having someone just to come in and be like, oh, well, what if we just put this here instead can make a huge difference. I wonder how many times Dana and her husband have walked to the wrong drawer to get a fork in the last week <laughs> since you've right. been there. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a big shift to turn. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of like you were saying too, Diana, is that this could be anyone. Like you could invite over a sister, a friend, a neighbor, and it's amazing how like they don't have to be an organizing or a decluttering expert, but if they just come in and if you're like, okay, here's what's not working. Can you help me brainstorm solutions? Then it's just, it just takes someone saying like, oh, well, did you think, or, you know, I put my silverware over here. Have you thought about putting yours over there? You know, or something like that. And I think this is all kind of highlighting the fact, I think many of us feel like, okay, come on, this should not be that hard. Like I should be able to get my stuff together. Mm -hmm. But we, I think that's what we're finding over and over you know, all of these people that we've been visiting are totally functional. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. They're professionals. Yeah. They, you know, they're effective in life. But mm-hmm. there's just something about a lot of times that last pass or or maybe at being at a sticking point that we mm-hmm. just need to call in the support. And I think a lot of times we think, well, I got myself into this mess. I need to get myself out right? Or we're too horrified to let somebody see our guest bedroom that is stacked to the ceiling with boxes that we haven't opened in 18 years. And I think if we can humble ourselves and move past that and invite other people in, I feel like this could radically change your decluttering experience that you could feel encouraged, empowered, motivated. You can have someone to hold an appointment with you to give an outside perspective, to give you permission, and it is so powerful. So I would really encourage you today to think about like who is someone in your context. You can do it over Zoom even or FaceTime, but who is someone that you could make some appointments with, invite them into your space, and so that you could experience these same results. Because hands down, when we go to leave these people's houses, they are like 
oh my goodness, how can I thank you? And we're like, we uh, we, we didn't really do yeah. that much, right? But yet I do know we did because I know what it feels like to have a simplified house and how good that feels. And we just really want that for you too. Well, and Dawn, when you sent me these three points today, I was thinking like, oh, interesting. Like those are also things that we need in our spiritual life. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we need accountability, yeah. we need help and we need other people's input. And you know, that's been really a fun part of launching my own YouTube channel, um, which has mm-hmm. just been a blast. But even this last week, I did a little teaching on the passage that says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so, you know, I kind of started out with like, what is a yoke? Because <laughs> that's yeah. most of us aren't familiar with this terminology anymore. And so we just kind of looked at how Jesus is saying like, hey, when you make myself, Jesus, the Lord of your life, like you get to come into this really cool partnership with me and where we're yoked together, which means we're tied together mm-hmm. for the purpose of work or for a calling. And one of the things after I did that video that I was reflecting on is I was like, oh, wow, even in this, Jesus is saying we need each other. Yeah. There is absolutely no part of this, even if you're not a Christian, Mm -hmm. there is no part of this life that is meant to be done alone. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that war against this right now, but thank God for the technologies that we have and the the creative ways that we can connect, that we can be a part of uh, small groups, that we can connect with other people that can support us. Because the most important part of being yoked is that you will go the way of the other person. Hmm. You know, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's with Jesus, like they will help determine the direction that you're going in. Right. And even in, you know, the agricultural society that Jesus was teaching in, if oftentimes oxen would be bought in pairs because they were like a good team together, there was this understanding that one ox was always learning from the other. Mm. You know, that was part of binding the two together is it was a training process. And, you know, so we get to, I mean, even through podcasts like this um, and through different ways that we seek community in our life, like we get to learn from someone else. And in that they actually help make our load lighter. Mm. The more experienced ox did pull more of the load, but together they could pull three to four times more than apart. So again, we just see this beautiful picture that together we are not just double, but we are exponentially more than we can ever be on our own. Well, and it sounds kind of cheesy, but that's how it felt like when we've been at people's homes, right? I mean, when we left Lisa's house, the trailer was completely full. (laughs) And it was like, how did we get through all of this in such a short amount of time? And it was, it was remarkable with all of us working together. Yep. And so we're having a blast over on my channel. Like everybody has been so Mm -hmm. kind and so supportive as I just kind of launch out in this. I mean, I sort of know what I'm doing. I mean, I can learn a few things from Dawn, right? But <laughs> like, we're just kind of <laughs> like just going after it together. And it's just been a joy. The community is beautiful. Um, the teachings have been really rewarding to me. I'm having so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. And so I invite everyone to join us and, hey, learn learn about a yoke this last week. Well, I did think that video was really good, Diana. I Thanks. enjoyed listening to it. <laughs> and the imagery of like being yoked with Jesus and and even you gave some background information about how they're made. And it's just, I don't know, I, I really enjoyed it well. So we will definitely link to that um, in the notes here. And 
I should probably put in a quick plug. Our, I was just thinking about like our Take Your House Back course is actually oh, yeah. open right now. And we're doing an all-day declutter coming up on Saturday, September 18th. And awesome. we literally go room by room through your house. We're live every hour. We walk you through the different areas. Um, we're going to do like a fun lunch break with Dana and Cass and I together. And we're going to have like a little after party afterwards. But the testimonies that came out of this the last time we did it back in uh, the spring were phenomenal. People that said, I had zero motivation. I just felt so unsupported. I didn't know where to start. And they jumped in with the all day declutter and got so much done in their house. And then that momentum carried them um, for the next few months to get even more done. And so I don't always like promoting stuff, but I just believe in this so much. And if you are feeling stuck, if you feel like you need someone to come alongside you, if you like really can't think of someone in your own natural uh, sphere right now that could come over and help you, I encourage you to sign up for that as well, because we would love to support you and cheer you on and encourage you. Well, and Dawn, I think like myself and Tom, maybe even you a little bit, we were like, okay, this is a really fun idea, but are people really like, are they just going to kind of pop in and out? Or are they going to really stay with you throughout the day? Like, oh yeah, right, right. Eight hours solid People were with you decluttering yeah. their house. Over I'm a sure thousand they had people. A trailer full too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's hard to describe, Dinah, because sometimes you don't. You're like, oh, we're all. I mean, we're people around the world, right? But like the energy, you would get on the live, and you're like, oh my goodness, like you could feel the group energy and momentum and the accountability, and where they're giving giving you permission and creative ideas and and all this, and so it. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but it was so good. And we would love for you to be able to join us this time around. Because what, what's your favorite room to do during the live like that? Oh, kitchens. Yeah, I get to kick That's it off in the kitchen. If you can get your kitchen under control, it'll change your life. <laughs> so I right. feel kind of passionately. Because that's your command center. And you spend yeah, half your you spend so there. much time oh, there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so important. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. And Dana and Cass are a blast. I mean, totally. you guys together, that's just so yeah. fun. Awesome. Well, I'll close in prayer and then we'll put all this stuff in the show notes. So Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the way that you're drawing each of us together and that you're speaking to us during this time. Lord, that you are so faithful to bring us the support, the wisdom, the information, and the grace and strength that we need for what you're calling us to in this season. If it's simplifying our home, if it's engaging with the church, if it's reaching out to form new friendships, that Lord, you're with us, that you're going before us, and that it's your joy to provide for us. So Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit refreshment would just wash over each one of us now. Lord, that we would be even more sure of your love and your care for us than we were before. And Father, that you would just continue to go before us, that you would make our paths straight, that you would provide for every need, and you would give us a deep and lasting peace that would just cover our heart and our soul today. So I bless each one of us now in Jesus' name. Amen.